Over the last several weeks, we've had plenty of discussions about the Democratic Party and the Republican Party. And as part of that coverage earlier this month, I spoke with John Kasich, the Republican governor of Ohio since 2011. Kasich has at times been a vicious critic of President Donald Trump. The presidency is being reduced to another CEO job. This is not the America that we all love. Pathetic, isn't it? Just pathetic. I'm the work in the Trump White House. I... I didn't endorse the man because I felt that he was a person of division. If the party can't be fixed, Jake, then I'm not going to be able to support the party, period. That's the end of it. Well, I talked to John Kasich about the state and the future of his Republican Party, whether he could ever support President Trump, giving the very public criticism you're hearing right there, and whether he could challenge the president for the GOP nomination in 2020. There's no question there's a tug of war inside of the party. That represents, you know, those who don't think very well about free trade or those who are not for immigration or whatever. I think it's a tug of war. And obviously, the president of uh, the United States is the titular head of their party, but they're really just one voice. And, you know, I don't get talking points out of some building somewhere that tells me how to be a Republican or how to be a conservative. You know, I have a right to define it myself, which is you know, what I've been been trying to do. Are you concerned that a lot of Republican voters, though, through their expression of of support for President Trump, uh, are basically saying they want the future of, of their representation to embrace some form of of, of ethno nationalism? Well, look, I think there's a there's always a natural sense of rally around the leader. I mean, it's just the way it is. It's human nature. So, you know, I wouldn't get too carried away with that. In other words, I, I just think it's hard to define where a party is just based on a moment in time. It has to do with, in my judgment, my opinion, where you go over time. And this is one of the issues in our country today, is people in some sense are embracing their partisanship, in some cases as a substitute for their religion. And that's why you see, I think, so much vehemence about my party and my way. I don't think that's particularly helpful for our country, whether it's Republicans or Democrats. You said on CNN uh, in October, I think, that if the party can't be fixed, then I'm not going to be able to support the party. Uh, What did that mean and what does fixing the party mean to you? It means moving in the direction of what I think works in my state and what I've been able to do throughout my political career. Well, if they don't, and, if the party doesn't do that, then, Governor, what's your recourse? Well, I'm not a pessimist. I think I'm making a lot of progress on getting people to say, you know, what? that brand of, of Republicanism and conservatism is pretty appealing. I mean, I, I can tell you that uh, as I travel the country and have a chance to, to spend time with, uh, with millennials, for example, which are the fastest growing, thank goodness, uh, part of our of our country, uh, I get a great reception among them. So I'm not prepared to say that things can't move in the direction that I want them to go, mm. and and I don't declare defeat until I have a chance to really change the game. Uh, Democrats won 70 percent of millennials in Virginia just a few weeks ago, Governor. I know you saw that result. Uh, are you saying John Kasich can win them back for Republicans? Well, about John Kasich, you know, I'm. <laughs> I mean, I could just tell you the reaction I get. It's not like I'm the, you know, the answer to all these problems. Far from it. Uh, but you no, know, when you look at the election in in Virginia, I don't think it had much to do with a great message from Democrats. I think it had to do with uh, the millennials beginning to say that we don't like all this 
angst and all this fighting, and we don't like uh, the anger that we see. I mean, if Democrats think that they won that because they had some great message, you know, they're, they're wrong, and they know it. They, they, I don't know what their message is. You know, I don't, I can't quite tell what they're all about myself. And that makes me want to ask you about 2020 and whether President Trump uh, will be your candidate at the head of the Republican Party in 2020 when he runs. I don't know. I'm not a fortune teller. Will I mean, you support I, him, though? I think you got to pardon. Will you support him if he runs? Well, we're, we don't know what's going to happen, you know, over three years down the road. One thing that I know about what I see in politics and what I see uh, in the news every day is what's true today is not necessarily true tomorrow. I've always said that I want to have somebody in elected office, whether it's a president, whether it's any of these other folks who are running in these other offices. I want somebody who's a uniter, somebody that can help lift people. And uh, I'm not prepared to say what it's going to look like in 2020. I'm I hope we will get to that point. Let's give it a few years. Let's say 2020 or 2021. Give it a couple of elections. Yeah. Uh, how are we going to know then when we look back on this conversation today that the John Kasich prescription uh, for the future of his party uh, started to take hold a little bit? How are we going to know if your message got through? You know, I, I've got to tell you, let's forget about my party and let's take a second and talk about politics. Too much posturing, too much partisanship, an inability to deal with problems to some degree caused by self-interest on the part of the people who are supposed to do the public interest. But then we look around at the rest of our culture. We look at it, you know, here in Ohio, I banned uh, Wells Fargo for another, I think, six months after banning them for a year of doing business here because of what I consider to be unethical practices by Wells Fargo. You look at Volkswagen and the problems that they had. You look at Equifax. You look over at, in the sports area, right, and you see the doping scandals, or you see the, the violence against spouses or, or girlfriends, whatever, and these players are you know, still playing, or you, look, you, you see what's happening in Hollywood, you just can look across the whole American landscape, and you begin to see that there is too much self-interest. There is not enough concern about treating someone else as you want someone else to treat you. This is what I'm most concerned about. I'm not just concerned about politics. I'm concerned about remembering the values that our mothers and fathers taught us, realizing that nobody's going to be a saint. I mean, we're all failures. I, I'll be the number one failure. But the erosion of a sense of common purpose and self-respect and respect your neighbors, this is what I worry about more than I worry about the political situation. Am I optimistic that we can fix that? Well, we're going to know in 20 or 21 the state of our country. All of us need to do something to be part of that solution. Governor, is there a good I, chance in your mind that you might be a primary candidate in 20? I, there's no, I, don't, I don't know what I'm going to do. I, I'm going to be out of this job in a year. I have no clue what I'm going to do. I'm going to try to keep a voice, try to keep a political operation so I can have a voice. But I'm operating, Todd, on one premise that was established by, you know, in the Proverbs by King Solomon. And that is, I'm hoping and putting faith in the fact that the Lord will fulfill the purpose for which I was created. And I don't know what that's going to mean, but it's going to be interesting, fun, and maybe even a little scary to find out what that'll be. Governor John Kasich, Republican of Thank Ohio. You. I enjoyed it. Thank you. God bless.